I'm really excited for what God's doing here tonight. This is what I believe. This is what is the dealio. We know, just like, like Lewis so brilliantly talked about, we can believe God, but do we believe his word? And, and honestly, Lewis and I didn't talk, and it was really cool that he, that he had that tithe and offering, because a little bit of that is going to be sprinkled into what I'm talking about tonight, because we know and we believe, right, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, Right? All right, TJ believes that Jesus is the way, the truth, and life. Does anyone else in this room believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, like it talks about in John 14, 6? Anybody else? Amen. So here's my thing. We can believe and hear that God is the way and the truth and the life, but if we don't believe in that word and we don't act on that word like like Lewis so brilliantly talked about, then we're not actually going to live the truth. And God has called us to be people that live in the truth. We have to live the truth that is Jesus Christ. Anything outside of that means that we are living a lie. Anything outside of Jesus, anything that, that Jesus has not said about you means that we are living in a state that is not truth. And I don't know about you, but I want to live in the truth. I want to live out the truth. I want my life to be a representation of the way and the truth and then ultimately the life that is Jesus Christ. Amen? Anybody else in the room want to live out the truth that is Jesus? TJ, once again, wants to live out the truth that is Jesus. Amen? So this is what we're going to be doing tonight. We're going to be talking about that. How? Here's the thing. Because if you're not living out the truth, if you're not living in the truth, you are ultimately putting yourself at a disadvantage in this life. Because Jesus died to give you more than salvation. Anybody? Jesus died to give you more than just salvation alone. Salvation is great and it's beautiful and it's amazing. That's probably the most important thing he did. And it is the most important thing. Not probably. It's the most important thing he did. He died to give us salvation. He died to make sure that we no longer had to experience sin and death because he took it all upon himself. But not only did he die for us to have salvation, but he also wanted us to live out the plans and purposes that God called us to live in. He, he wanted us to live out a life that's actually worth living. Like, I don't know about you, but, but I want to enjoy my life. I want to enjoy this journey while I'm here on the earth. I want to enjoy my, my, my time here because I'm here. I want to live my life and actually enjoy myself. And I know that my best life is hidden in Christ. Because it says in Jeremiah 29, 11, that he has plans to prosper us, plans to give us a hope and a future. Does anyone here want to prosper? Yeah. TJ wants to prosper. Does anyone else want to prosper? Yeah. I'm so glad TJ's in it. TJ's, you me, buddy. I'm with you, man. I like it a lot. I want to prosper. I want to have hope. I want to have a future. Yeah. That's what I want. And that's what Jesus died to give me. So I'm going to get what he died to give me. Amen. We're going to go over here to the book of Mark chapter 10, starting in verse 46. We're kind of talking about living out that truth, not being limited in this life, not being at a disadvantage. I want the fullness of what God has for me. I want to be limitless through what he has done for me. I don't want to be restricted. I want to be free. Amen? Because that's what Jesus died to do. We need to be free so we can do this work he's called us to do. Amen? Over here in Mark 10, verse 46 through 52, it's a very familiar scripture. I talk about it a lot because I love it. It's the account of blind Bartimaeus. It says over here in verse 46, they came to Jericho. And as he was leaving Jericho, Jesus with his disciples in a great crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. And when he heard 
that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, call him. And they called the blind man saying to, called the blind man saying to him, take heart, get up, he is calling you. And throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him on the way. See, in this account, we're looking at a man that was once living in a state or a condition that he was never intended to be in. He was living in a state of condition that, that his, his life on this earth was very limited in what he was allowed to do and what he was able to do. But because of his encounter with Jesus, he no longer had to live that life. He had been set free from that ailment and from that condition, and therefore he was able to live a life worth living, amen? That's what we'll be talking about tonight, living the truth, amen? Let's bow our hearts, get ready to receive tonight. Father God, I just thank you so much for what you're doing in this space, Lord. I just thank you that as we pursue you tonight, Father God, as we dive into your word and, and we, we start to understand your ways tonight, Father God, that you inspire us, that you encourage us to not only just hear about the truth, not only believe in the truth, but actually live the truth. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So a couple weeks ago, I did a message uh, in junior high called Don't Put God in a Box. And uh, it was really funny because immediately afterwards, I was supposed to minister in senior high like the next week. And we just had like a move of God. And it just didn't happen. But believe like what was crazy is like God was like, I kind of have a similar message for you, but it's a little bit different. It's not like don't put God in a box. And that's kind of like what we're talking about tonight is like, we're not going to limit ourselves. Like don't put ourselves in a box with God. And that's not what the title of my message. My title of my message is to live the truth, but we don't want to box ourselves into where we're not living the truth and limiting ourselves because God's already done it all. God's already put it all out there. He's put out the freedom. He's put out the love. He's put out the blessing, but it's ultimately up to us. Are we going to decide to live out and walk out those blessings? Amen. And so I have an illustration. Um, in my mind, I immediately thought of Michael Ross to be my illustration, but if you don't want to do it, I'm going to give you the opportunity to bow out in this moment. You don't want to do it? All right. Do I have another volunteer? Raina, you do it. You do it. It's perfect. That'll work. That's beautiful. Wonderful. Come on, Raina. Come, come stand over here for me. And this is what I'd like to do. If she's making her way to stage, I'm going to go over here. What if I never came back? What if I said I'm going to go in here and then like I was gone for like half an hour? Would you guys stay? It's so, why you guys are so quiet tonight? Are you guys okay? Like, do we need to like stand? Everyone stand up. Stand up. Everyone stand up. Everyone stand up right now. Everybody, all of you, all of you. That's what I do. We're going to do a little bit of these. I want to do this. Put your, you know, roll your neck a little bit. Crack your neck if you need to. Shake it off a little bit. You can wave to each other. And I want you to do, just give me a five second. Ah! One, two, three. Ah! All right, you can sit down. I feel good. I feel good. All right. So this is Raina, and Raina's great. Raina's wonderful. She's awesome. I really enjoy all the things that she does here to Blaze Youth. But how weird would it be 
if Raina just like walked around and lived like this, like, like okay, she's just going to lower herself right now. It would be a little bit weird. If Raina lived her life like this, if she decided, you know what, this is who I am now. This is me. Uh, I live here. This is, this is who she, she identifies with this. Like, this is her, this is her being. This is all who she is. But if I asked her right now, hey, Raina, can you go and play the piano for me? This is wonderful. This is so good. You're doing such a good job. Oh, man. I, I feel like, okay, nope. I'm just going to let you figure it out. She's going to figure it out. She's going to figure it out. You're doing such a good job. It's wonderful. She figured out where the chair was. Yeah. So good. You're trying to turn it up. Play something wonderful. Play something beautiful. Anything good? <laughs> Play something pretty, Raina. There it is. Yeah. Oh, hey, round of applause. That was beautiful. Can you go play the drums now? Play them like, like you, oh gosh. Okay, I'm going to let my guitar, I'm going to, okay, I realized very quickly this could be bad. All right, you got it. You'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Raina, go ham, girl. Awesome. So good. So wonderful. So beautiful. Okay, that's great. That's beautiful. And now, as you exit the stage, I'm going to ask you to exit the stage. Well, actually, no, no, no. Sorry, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. I almost forgot the most important part of this illustration. Come over here. Come follow the sound of my voice. I got you. I'll guide you. I'll guide you. I got you. But now, if I was very kind, and I was like, Raina, it's probably not a good idea to live your life like this. I mean, it's okay, but it's not the best life. It's not the most ideal life, and you're not able to really fully play the piano. You're not really able to fully play the drums. But if I took off this box and then I asked her to go play the piano, how much faster, how much quicker would it be for her to get by the piano because she no longer has something impeding her vision, impeding her view. She knows where the piano is. She's able to get to it or the drums or whatever action that I need her to do. Thank you so much, Raina. You can go back and do that. That's so awesome. Everyone give her a round of applause. She did so great. So wonderful. So as you can see, if you live your life with a box on your face, there's really uh, only so much you can do slash enjoy because, you know, you're kind of, you got a box on your head. Like, without a better way of saying it, like, you have a box on, you are boxed in. Like, you literally can't do too much because there's a box on your head. And so, relating that over to what Bartimaeus was, how weird would it have been, how awful would it have been that if after when Jesus healed this man of his sight, cured him of his blindness, and then the very next day, blind Bart decided to just close his eyes all day. I mean, how insulting to Jesus. You know, blind Bart was like, yo, Jesus, come heal me. I want to see. I, want, I need my sight back. And then after he got healed, the next day, he just walked around with his eyes closed because he was like, this is what I deserve. You know, because back in this time, 
when people were blind or they had leprosy or other types of ailments and conditions, it was often seen as, you did something bad, therefore you deserve this, and now you are disabled or you're sick or you're cursed or whatever. Or, or they thought maybe your parents did something, and therefore that's why you are now blind. Therefore, that's why you are now lame or paralyzed or however way you want to look at it. That, that, that is how it was back then. And so maybe even blind Bart, when he woke up the next day, he had to convince himself, I'm worthy of what Jesus did for me. I'm worthy of having my sight back because of what Jesus did for me. He, he could have easily gone back to his old life. He still had the coat on the ground when he threw it off. That coat gave him the legal right to beg in the cities. This is a man that, because of his condition, because he was limited in this life, the city, the government was like, yo, I understand. You need food on the table. Here's a cloak. Go ask for some money. So this was his way of life. This is what he lived. That is the truth that he lived. But then, when he encountered Jesus, he had heard about the things that Jesus had already done and what he was there to do. And he threw off that cloak in an act of faith, saying, I no longer want to be limited in this life. I no longer want to be held back in this life. I no longer want to be boxed in. I want to be free. And I know that Jesus is the one that provides that. So we have to decide, are we going to live the way we were before Jesus? Are we going to live out the truth about who he says that we are? You see, there's far too many Christians, and I say, quote, Christians, because I don't know what else to call them right now. You are Christian, but I don't believe that you're a, quote, Christian, so that's why I didn't include you in that, quote, Christian. Here's the thing. There are people that believe in God and believe in Jesus, like Lewis so brilliantly said, but people do, do not believe in his word. Maybe they believe that he died to give them salvation. Maybe they believe that they're gonna go to heaven, but in this life, they're meant to just bump around with a box on their face until they die one day. And that's not what Jesus died to do. He died to give us a limitless life in him. So we have to decide. In John 10, 10, it talks about how the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus has come to give us life and have it more abundantly. Colossians 1, 13 through 14 says, for he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son who purchased our freedom and forgave us of our sins. Romans 5, 1 says that we've been justified through our faith, Romans 8, 1 says we no longer have condemnation because of what Jesus died to do for us. 2 Corinthians 5, 21 says that he who knew no sin became sin. So we no longer have to walk this way. We no longer have to walk with ailments over our face. We no longer have to live blind anymore. The blinders have already been taken off, but every single day we have the choice. Am I going to live in darkness or am I going to live in the light? I'm going to live in the light. Colossians 3, 5 through 11. It says, so put to death 
these sinful, earthly things lurking within you have nothing to do with sexual morality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy, for a greedy person is an idolater worshiping the things of this world. Because of these sins, the anger of God is coming. You used to do these things when your life was still a part of this world. But now it's time, say it's time, to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. Don't lie to each other, for you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all of its wicked deeds. Put on your new nature. Don't put on your old nature. Stripped off the old sinful nature and all of its wicked deeds. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you're a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free, Christ is all that matters and he lives in all of us. You see, when we go back and we fall back into the behavior of a person that has not stripped away the sinful nature, if, if we go back and live out the behavior of someone that's not living in the light, are we actually living in the light? Do we actually believe the words that Jesus says about us? Do we actually believe that we can be led by the Spirit? Do we actually believe that we have it within us to not live in that old way anymore? Do we actually believe that we don't have to be driven by lust or by drugs or by alcohol or by this, that, and the other? Do I have to be driven by attention from a person when I have the attention of God? We have to take it seriously. We have to take him seriously at his word. Amen? John 14, 6, we talked about earlier. Jesus says that I am the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 15, 5 through 8 says, yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those that remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers, and such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything that you want and it will be granted. For when you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. We got to decide that we want to live the Word. I want to live out what Christ has called me into. You know, we're meant to be people that that reflect the fruit of the Spirit. Like, we're supposed to have love Joy, peace, patience, kindness, self-control, not our gentleness. What all of them? I need to go back and I need to memorize these things. Galatians 5, 23. Let's go there, guys. It says this. Got to find it. There it is. 22, sorry. The Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There's no law against these things meaning that we have to decide in our heart every single day, I'm gonna live and be led by my spirit man, not the earthly man. 
Every single day we have to decide, I'm going to remain in the word. I'm going to remain in the word that Jesus has spoken over me. He says that I've already been made clean. I've already been purified by the word, but I have to decide, even though if I've been purified, am I going to identify as purified? Am I going to live out a purified life? Even if, okay, I'm not saying that you're not going to sin. I'm not saying that you're not going to mess up. But if we wake up every day with the intention to try our very best to listen to his voice, to listen to his word and obey his commandments and actually do the work he's called us to, then if you accidentally sin, that's a little bit different than setting out on a mission to sin. You know what I mean? Like there's been times where you woke up and you're like, I'm gonna do this today. You thought about it all day and you decided I am definitely gonna do this today. Or maybe you're like, I don't wanna do that today. I know I'm not supposed to do that today. I don't know if I'm supposed to go to this party. All my friends are going to this party. I really feel like I shouldn't be going to this party. I know they're gonna be doing there. I don't know if I'm supposed to be there. These people are really bad for me to hang out with because when I hang out with them, they talk to me and they convince me to do things. And I really shouldn't be around them because when I hang out with them, I do these things and I feel bad about myself. And when I do it, I do it on purpose. And oh my gosh, That is what we need to get away from. When you know in your heart, when you know that the word says something contrary to how your behavior is, yet you still decide to behave in such a way, that's what we're trying to get away from. I don't want to live out a lie. I want to live out the truth. I want to live out freedom. I want to live a life that is worth living so that way I can reflect the fruit of the spirit so that way I can be a blessing to those that I encounter. We're supposed to live out the way, the truth, and life so we can lead people into the truth, into his ways, and into his life. Amen? Say, I'm going to live the truth. I'm going to live the truth. Amen? At the end of that verse, at the end of that section, it talks about how in verse 51, it says, what do you want me to do for you? Mark 10, 51. And the blind man said to him, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And I always thought it was so interesting that he called him rabbi because rabbi is such a very respected title, meaning he's going to Jesus and saying, you clearly know more than I do. Teacher, rabbi, I respect you and I see you for what you are. Please give me my sight back. See, we have to recognize the God that we're dealing with. We have to recognize his son and the Holy Spirit, the, the, the God that we encounter knows far more than we do. His ways truly are higher than our ways. His thoughts truly are higher than our thoughts. And, and it's not like he's trying to, to tell us to stay away from the fruit of the flesh to keep things from us, but he's trying to protect us and really get his blessings to us. Amen? When we live out this truth, it leads to the abundant life. But if we don't live out the word, I don't believe that we'll ever experience the life that he's called us to. So I challenge you this week, as you leave these four walls, as you wake up tomorrow, set it in your heart, set it in your mind. God, I'm gonna obey you today. God, I'm gonna listen to your voice today. God, When I read your word today, I'm gonna pay attention today. Be intentional with your God. Be purposeful in your relationship with him and live out the truth. Amen? Amen.
I wanna pray for you guys real fast. Father God, I just thank you so much for what you did tonight, Lord. I just thank you for the word that was ministered here, God. I just thank you that you're freeing some people right now. That you're allowing people to have an honest conversation with themselves and allowing them to have the opportunity to say, am I truly living out my salvation? Am I truly living out the plans that God has called for me? Am I truly living out his truth. And if that is you tonight, I believe that God is dealing with your heart right now and you'll make some bold decisions to make some adjustments in your life so that way you're walking in the truth and walking in the light. God, I just thank you right now that you give all of them the encouragement and the courage and the boldness to actually make that step tonight. To make that commitment to remain in your word, to live in your word. Thank you for it, God. Amen, amen.